Welcome back to another episode of Hey Alexa. Today I have Erica Bigelow, who is a life coach, the founder of Living and Loving Life. She's also a motivational speaker and the host of the podcast, Living and Loving Life. Um, Today we're going to talk about her journey and how she got to be where she is today in regards to her coaching and her business and her podcast. Um, And I'm excited to talk to her. Hi, Erica. How are you? Hi, I am amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And I love to hear that you're amazing. You don't hear (laughs) that word all the time. So I like it. (laughs) So thank you. Um, So tell us a little bit about you, kind of like where your journey started. So a little bit about me. Um, Let's see. I grew up black and white. So as you can tell, that was already a little bit of a difficult thing for anyone because um, not only are we trying to figure out who we are as humans, it also throws another obstacle in there. Like, okay, great. Who do I hang out with? Am I black? Am I white? You know, it just, so it made life harder, but um, I would say it made me harder when I was younger, but also made me wiser as I'm older. Right. So to help me learn how to navigate through things a little easier, it I seemed like my life was just started a little difficult. But mm-hmm. later in life, it helped me realize that this these were all the things I needed to get me to the seat where I am now, which is the life coach. Um, so fast forward, I you know thought I would do medicine. I always had a niche for helping. I just when you're starting off, you're like, okay, great, helping, but what? What does right. that even look like? <laughs> what am I going to do? So I was like, okay, maybe healthcare. I could get into healthcare and help. Got into healthcare, realized that um, it's actually not what you think it is. You're not really yeah. helping. You're kind of just doing what they say and you move on, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, so that's not for me. Um, so basically just moving around, always been in a position of like managing or being in charge of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I noticed is that people would gravitate towards me and tell me things more than they should be telling me at work. Right. Yeah. And I was like, this is about? like, okay, fine. And I love it because I'm like, okay, I can listen. I have some advice if you want to hear it, you know, so it works. But um, about two or two and a half years ago, my sister was like, you should be a life coach because you have really good, um, you know, advice. You're pretty mm-hmm. logic when you think about things. And I was like, who me? nobody cares about what I have to say or what, what I think about life. Right. Yeah. But I started it and, you know, she started her business doing it and she gave me some clients. And when I tell you, I was like, Oh, I love this. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, just helping someone have more of a clarity or a clearer mind about to think about things Mm -hmm. and to kind of guide them through a situation just like fulfilled my every move. So it's like, Oh my God, you figured your purpose out now master it. I love that. And it's funny because as kids or when we're growing up, maybe kids nowadays are different, but like when we were growing up, we didn't really think like, Oh, I want to be a life coach. Like when you say you want to help people, right. it's being right. a teacher, being yeah. a doctor, a being a therapist, being a nurse. Like it's, you yeah. don't really think about it where you could be doing just as much and be more free to do yeah. what you please. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I hope like maybe nowadays, like kids will think about something like that instead because it's so, yeah. they see the parents, they see people doing it in so many different ways. Right. That's the thing is 
people are actually doing it without even realizing what they're doing, right? So even mm-hmm. for me, before I became a life coach, I had a couple times where people would DM me or text me on um, Instagram. And these are people that just came into my life randomly. Mm-hmm. And one girl was like, I just want to say like, I don't know if you remember a conversation we had about five years ago, but it made me realize that I am worth more than that. And I left the boy, I got clean, I'm doing really good. I ended up being um, in culinary school. I really- That's amazing. Yeah, and that's the thing, that's, that wasn't a paying client, but that was my reward. And no dollar amount could take or give me that pleasure that that does for me. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm not in this for money. I'm in- my success rate is how many people I've helped and made them feel better about who they are and where they're going in life. That's my success. Money is a bonus. Money and also, and also to help you to, to live and to build your dream. Well, the thing um, is that I'm very spiritual. So for me, it's like when you give, you get. So I'm not worried about finances and how I'm going to live. It's because my goodwill is being put out and I'm always taking care of. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yes. but yeah. Oh, I agree. Yes. Yeah. It's a nice extra. Yeah. <laughs> so what was your first thing you did? Was it becoming a life coach? And then you built your the business around that, like your living yeah. and loving life. How was that? What was the next step once you became a life coach? So first, what I did was I, I, I did it. I took a couple of the clients and my sister shocked to me Clearly, these are all pro bono, just getting your feet wet to see if this is something that works, if you know. Um, and I think it was like maybe three or four clients in, they were like, oh my God, thank God I found you. Like you're a blessing, like all, like everything I needed to hear, like to tell me you found your place now figure out yeah. how to make it work. Right. So then I started to do some research on, on doing the coursework because I want to actually give people value. So I actually went to get the coursework done. I did that. I um, got a certification in um, so, uh, in just life skills, period. Um, I do want to further my education. I do try to do a lot of reading just so that I am giving them the best, um, you know, value for their money because essentially people want to know what your value is. What do you bring right. to the table, right? So, um, yeah, I just you know, stepped out on faith. I took my corporate world and was like, look, I got part-time for you. That's it. I have to go on a limb and try this. And they were like, you know what? Fine. It it just all worked. So they were fine with my, they, you know, they gave me flexible hours schedule. They don't hound me. So everything since I've decided has just like doors are been opening unrealistically. You know, which even more confirms that like, this is your thing. This is your thing. Yeah. It's awesome because you, it's scary to like take that leap of faith yeah. Yeah. and, but you just have to do it you, or you'll never know. Right. And if you fail, it's not really failing. It's just a life lesson. Exactly. Exactly. And where do you go from there? Exactly. And you can pivot or maneuver things around to be the better, to be better yeah. and better off, but exactly. can't. I think you more or less fail when you don't do it. Yep. Yep. And, it's and true. what the doing the life coaching and coming into contact with a lot of different people is what I'm realizing is fear is pretty much what holds a lot of people back. It's just, yeah. it's not I, the capability or resources. It's right. The Cause there's so many resources. There's so many people, there's so many classes or even just articles out there on everything. 
Mm-hmm. And, our and the way things work is if you're on right track and you're doing the right thing, it just weirdly happens. You know, you mm-hmm. don't even have to be look doing much of it. Clearly you have to put in the work, but you don't right. have to have like, oh, I need to have this step, this step. It's just like each step you're like, oh, okay, here's the next one. It's like put in your face, you know? So yeah. It was extremely scary, but if I had to tell anybody or if I had to do it again, I wouldn't change it. My whole world has changed completely. That's amazing. And that was two and a half years ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So was that in the beginning of COVID or right before? Um, that was in the, like in the beginning of COVID because yeah. everything stopped, right? Yeah. And honestly, everybody has so much to say about COVID being negative for me. Nope. I'm opposite. I mean, it was negative, but it was, it was positive. It was so positive (laughs) for me because like zoom and stuff was a thing, but not like it is now. Oh yeah. (laughs) You can be taken serious on zoom. People really, I do all of my doctor's appointments on zoom, but what I'm trying to say to you is I would never be able to contact the type of people I'm contacting now if COVID didn't happen. Oh, I agree. For sure. That happened to me too. Yeah. Yeah. So you understand exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy though that it's been like two and a half years or two years now, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy. When so how long after you started coaching in your business, when did the podcast come into play? Was it around the so, same time? Um, no, actually about a year later. Um I felt like there's more people I need to be reaching and touching that can't afford it or don't think they can afford it. Cause typically you can afford anything you put your mind to. Right. Um, but you know, afraid of like, Oh, I have a really strict budget, but I need the help. So I put the podcast out for people that don't have the resources, but need tools to feel better and be a better version of themselves. So almost as if like, um, um, my paying it forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, where did the name living and loving life come from? Um, it's definition. I mean, I think for people to hear that, it sounds so, um, simple, right. But I think Mm -hmm. the world has gone into a survival mode. So people are just surviving and not living. And so when I say living and loving, I mean, actually living your life, not just surviving and loving what you're, how you're living. Yeah. Because you have to have those two components where you're, you're just, just here pretty much. Right. And what's the point? I mean, yes, COVID isn't, is, is bad or we don't want to get sick, but at this point it's probably similar to the flu in a way. It's just, it's made to look scarier. They just highlighted it in the news more. That's all. Yeah. So at this point, I mean, so you wear your mask if you feel comfortable or whatever you did, but just live your life because you don't know what one day from the next is going to be. So why just sit and do nothing? Right. Right. That'll be the rest of your life. And you don't want to regret at do, not doing something. Right. Exactly. Or sitting back and saying, I wish I should have, I could have, or what would that look like if I did, you know, life yeah. is way too short. And when I feel like the way I think of things is if that vision or that thought process comes in your brain, it's for a reason. So you should explore it. I love that. When, um, what is your favorite thing and the hardest thing? about like coaching? Um, I love the people. 
So a, re- a weird thing is if, unfortunately, with the way life works is that your childhood or the people prior kind of dictate your narrative, right? Mm-hmm. They get to say, oh, you're a bitch or you have an attitude or you're bossy or you don't care. Yep. But when I said, you know what, I don't care what everyone else has to say about me. I need to find who I truly am inside. Mm-hmm. I realized that I am extremely over caring to people. Like if my, if you were to ask, yeah, you know, and if you were to ask my mom, she'd be like, oh, Erica doesn't like people, but actually I do. I love people. I love the interaction I get with people, you know, just to see that our conversation alone brought them a little smile for later, you know, because you don't yeah. know what that does for somebody's day. Or that could change their, the one conversation could change their life in a week, yeah. in a month, in a year. Like you yeah. just don't know. Yeah. I've had clients come to me on the, like one lady, she reached out to me and I usually try to cut my business off because I have a son too. So I don't want to neglect and try to be saving the world and don't take care of my little person. Right. So I turn it off, but for some reason it was like, check your messages. And I was on the Instagram thing. And she was like, I need to talk to you tonight. And it was like nine 30 or 10 o'clock at night. I, like, I can't, I don't, this is when I was kind of starting out. I was like, I need to set boundaries. So if, because they say that in school, if you already start doing it, you'll get into yeah. the routine and overwork yourself and then just d- dead out. But for whatever reason, I was like, okay, give me 30 minutes. Let me spend this last little bit of time with my son, put him to sleep and I will call you. Anyways, fast forward. She's been with me for a year and a half now. And, and she I mean, just found you. Is that she just happened to find Instagram. you originally Yeah, uh-huh. through Instagram. And, um, she told me like, a month or two and she was like that night if you would not have called me I had the pills ready yeah oh my god that's crazy yeah and I mean that's extremely heavy but I feel like God gave me that strength to hold those kind of things Mm -hmm. right but he also gave me the tools of like meditating and taking care of myself prior getting my day started so that I am available and can carry such a heavy load that someone will drop on you Right. So I don't take that as like, I did anything. I just think that I'm a vessel that God's using to help people just wherever they need to feel better. Yeah, I agree. Um, my, my phrase I've been using for the last few years now is forever strong is that we all have strength. Sometimes we don't know, or we don't feel it, but it's deep down and we just got to dig a little bit further but we always are, we always have strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There it's our gifts. And you know, when people realize what they are, you, you can use it for good or bad. And unfortunately, um, our world is addicted to negative and chaos. So unfortunately people yeah. use it more for bad than good. Yeah, I agree. Um, so what's the hardest part of running your own business? Um, the hustle. Yeah. It's constant. And, you know, I'm a human too. I, I get hard on myself when I don't give it a hundred. So I'm like, what if I'm missing someone, if I'm not mm-hmm. getting to them, you know, but I have to realize, and I have to, I came up with a, a thing like, if this is going to work, I need to surrender. I'm human. I can only do what I humanly can possibly do. And yep. once that's it, that's it. 
It's yeah. true because the thing we were so programmed for so many years that you have to worry about other people before yourself because otherwise it's selfish. But the truth is it's not. I mean, in a way, depending on how you do it, if you just right. put yourself first and not right. because you need to, but just because you want to, I mean, okay. Yeah. And yes. that can be what you consider selfish, but mm-hmm. you can't become the person you're supposed to be. You can't grow if you don't put yourself first at times. If you don't say no sometimes to people, or if you don't, whatever it might be, take care of yourself. Like they, like they say on the plane, you're supposed to, if there, if there is a, there's an issue, like you have to put your mask on first before you can I put hate it on your that child. That was a real, this was before yeah. my journey, but it was, no, that, that hit home for me. And I was on a six hour flight with my son and it really made me, I think that's when my thought process started to really dig deep. Like Erica, what kind of mom can you be for him? If you're always overworked in chaos mm-hmm. mode, like that's negative. It's always like anything he does, you want to fly off the hinges because you don't have anything to give him. Right. Right. But if I come in and I've already done my meditation, did my run, made me feel good. And I'm a hundred. Now that little jump on the couch, isn't going to have me flying off the, the roof. You know, it's going to be yeah. like, okay, Peter, have a seat versus, you know, because you have no more. And that was the last that you could. Do. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's, and then you can't be a good mom or a good parent. If you aren't putting yourself First at or some a good point. spouse or a good child, right? Or a good cousin or, or, a, good or a sibling. Yeah. Nothing. You can or even nothing. good to yourself. You can't even no. be good to yourself. And the, the, my motto is, is if you don't know, if you don't know how to love you or what you need to feel loved, how do you express that to someone else? How do you tell someone else how to love you properly? Right. And then how do you show that? Exactly. Properly? Exactly. And that's why we need more people to be life coaches or just to be there to help other people. Like if you're someone that maybe can't do the helping, but you need the help, it's a really good, and it's just different than therapy. Mm -hmm. It's more of like a, um, they say not to say this, but they're more like, um, I have relationships with my clients where we have a bond right? I yeah. think that the therapy is so just black and white. Come in, just tell me your things and I'm going to nod at you. Right. For me, you know, it's more like almost like a I'm friendship. Not, yeah. Yeah. Support system. Yeah. A support system. I agree. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on and I am going to play a quick game with you and okay. then you can let us know where we can find you. Okay. Um, the first question is a uh, drink of choice. Water. I'm learning to actually like water now. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, I, for a long time, I'm like, it's so boring, but I, I actually do no, like it, it a lot more. Water. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite movie, TV show, or both? Um, favorite. Okay, so favorite TV show right now is Married at First Sight because I love love. I, yes. I, I'm just very, you know, I like the way the mind thinks, how these people, I just like that yep. so right now. That's my favorite. Um, I don't have a favorite movie. That's okay. Okay. That's why I say either, both, or neither. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, words to just, not words to, yeah, five words to describe yourself. Mm. 
I would like to be positive, happy, surrender, trusting, um, lovable, kind. All right. And the next one is words of advice for your younger self. Mm. You aren't what they say you are. Love that. And the last one is, what does success mean to you? Helping one client. Those are great. Um, where can we find you? The best place to find me, everything is on there, would be my website, which is livingandlovinglife.us. You can get my podcast from there, my Instagram. You can get your free consultation there. Anything you need is right there. All right. And that will be in the description below. And this was another episode of Hey Alexa. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.